envisioned three female attorneys coming together to have our voices heard. Each of us would have different opinions, different passions, different backgrounds, and different views. Although we are different and unique, we are able to come together to discuss our experiences navigating through the legal profession and this thing called life. Now, the vision has come alive, and we invite you each and every week to listen to us as we talk about what's trending in the news and our legal insight. Tackle real-life issues that affect not only us as attorneys, but us as women of color. Disclaimer. This podcast is intended to provide entertainment and general information. The information provided and the views given are not intended to constitute legal advice and should not be relied upon as legal representation. All views expressed on this podcast are our own and do not represent the opinions of any entity whatsoever we are affiliated with now or will be affiliated with in the future. Hi, guys. Welcome to No Further Questions. I know you're thinking, where is Brandy? But she's a little bit under the weather today, but that's okay because we have a special guest with us. Um, and we are going to be discussing all of the challenges that come with being a professional uh, woman. You know, um, guys, you may have faced some of the same issues, but today the, we're just going to focus on all the many hats that we wear as women. And how are we doing, guys? Uh, first, let's introduce our guest. We have Mrs. Shaylin Green. Please give us an introduction. Hello, my name is Shaylin Green. I am an associate attorney. I practice mainly family law here in Houston. I um, am married, been married about five years, and I have two kids. That's a little bit about me. How old is the kid? Oh, uh, Chase just made four. <laughs> Chloe is. We may hear them in the background. Yes, you hear one of them right here. She's playing doctor right now. Uh, hopefully, we make doctor money in the future. Um, yeah, so four and two, they're about 18 months apart. Life is interesting, uh, balancing it all. So, I'm sure we'll discuss more of and that. Then today. Of course, we have. Well, thank you for joining us today, Shailene. And then we always have the lovely, the wonderful, the gorgeous, the one and only Miss Taria Hutchinson. Hey, guys. Thank you, Sam. Um, it's been a long day and a long month. Did y'all feel like January would not leave? Yeah, I did. It's February 1st. Y'all will get this on February 4th. Happy Black History month. Woo! Power to the people. They give us a whole month. <laughs> they give us a whole month. And we're gonna the shortest it doesn't matter. We get a month. <laughs> yeah. They want to take that away from us, but we got our month. And I'm gonna appreciate every day. Okay. So guys, let's just let's just get into it. Okay, so first let's talk about society's expectations versus your own personal expectations. Do you guys feel pressure to do what society says versus your own personal goals? I'll use myself as an, as an example. I've been married for about a little bit over a year and everyone asks, when are you gonna have kids? When are you gonna have kids? When are you gonna have kids? What time are you having kids? Where are you having kids? And Right now, that's not on our to-do. Um, anyone else feel some sort of pressure by society or by your family to do something that maybe is just not right on your to-do list right now? Anyone? First of all, I think it's really great because I just realized what happened here. So Ms. Shaylin is married with the kids. You're the newlywed. And I, as always, hold down for my single ladies. Beyonce <laughs> made a whole song about us. And... Um, I, it's actually my anthem, right? So yes, being in my, I just made it to my mid thirties. Um, and a lot of my family members feel that either God has forgotten about me or I'm just not listening as he guides me to this man who's going to come and sweep me off my feet. Um, I'm thankful though. My parents are not like that. My parents feel like when it happens, it will happen. Um, there was a time I had a timeline 
I passed that timeline. And so then I had to get to the point of, okay, okay. it's not supposed to happen right now. And how do I enjoy the season that I'm in? And so right now I enjoy being single. I enjoy the quietness and the stillness of my house. Um, and that when I finish with this today, nobody's here to bother me. I get to just enjoy myself. So. And what about you, Shirley? Yeah. Because to me, you have all of society's expectations. You got the husband, you got the kids. They ain't bothering you, right? Oh, they're always bothering no? me. Yes. I get the pressure I feel like from everybody. <laughs> oh, you, you you have another kid? When are you going to have another kid? Uh, they, I don't know. Not so much on the marriage front, but definitely on the kids. And then you have different pressures with the kids and you know, education wise and everything, a lot of opinions that people think you should be doing with your life and not doing with your life. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of pressure too, with, I guess, trying to figure out um, career and work life. There's a lot of guilt with that. People always have comments, whether I want to focus on my job or whether I want to focus on my marriage or focus on the kids, I should be cooking more, cleaning more, doing more with the kids. So there's a lot of pressure. I feel like I did kind of succumb, I guess, to some of uh, society pressures as far as marriage and kids. And I had this timeline and, oh, you know, I got to get married before 30 and I need to have big done having kids before 35. And to be honest with you, I'm so jealous of y'all. <laughs> it is a lot. I, I love my life. I love my, my family. Um, but I do get jealous of being able to, to focus on certain things and now I feel like I put so much pressure on myself where I feel like I should be oh this far in my career and if I didn't do these things and you know people say having a kid is a setback so working through all of that um and yeah. like you said Terika just being happy in the season where you're in I think is my lesson that I need to learn right now in life yeah and I would it's funny that you said um that we're jealous because you know they always say single people want to be married married people want to be single there's something to be said not saying that i want to be single so don't don't tell my husband i said that but <laughs> there are pressures of being a wife that people put on you that have nothing to do with your husband like your husband okay. be fine and they're like like for example my husband just got a job and he moved to utah and so we had already prepared that my husband's in football We've already prepared that our marriage was going to be traveling and we were going to like how we wanted to do it. And instantly, everyone, when you moving to Utah, what time are you moving to Utah? Where are you going to Utah? And it's like, oh, well, I don't have a license in Utah. Oh, okay. So what time are you going? Like, where are you going? What's your husband doing? Like, oh, who going to make him breakfast? Girl, you know when you're not with your husband. And I have to tell them, baby, I do family law. And you could be sitting on top of your husband. And if he going to cheat, he gonna cheat I mean I've seen it I've seen it people far away people next to each other people on top of each other under each other in each other if your husband wants to cheat newsflash he's he gonna do it, it. but there is this pressure of and most of the people I don't know about you Shaylin most of the people that talk like this ain't married <laughs> I'll be 100% honest even when I was going through the process you know getting married and having kids people lie like it's a lack of honesty about how hard life really is <laughs> I yes. wish somebody would have been honest with me to be I told my mom all the time you did not prepare me for this everybody <laughs> makes it seem like it's flowers and roses and there are those moments but there are moments where you literally want to pull your hair out you know, and I feel like not enough moms are willing to, to say that and not enough married people are willing to say there's positives, but there are definitely times when it's not going to work out how you think. I will say for me, what's been the opposite, you know, I cannot stand when my friends, when they get married, they be like, divorce is not an option. Divorce is always an option. Okay. okay. It should be your first option, but it's always on the table. Nobody gets married saying, I want to get a divorce. But if certain things happen, you know, what if your husband's a pedophile? What if he start doing crack and he won't go to rehab? You just gonna let him sell all your stuff and live out on the street? Divorce is always an option. But I feel like for me going in and practicing family law, I 
approach marriage with a fresher set of eyes than the average person coming in thinking this is gonna be fairy tales and gummy bears and and everything's gonna be cool. I, I didn't see the worst of the worst. I was like, where you hide your assets? Huh? Huh? <laughs> you know, where those accounts at? Taria, now on the single front of things, yeah. what do you think has been your, I know you said that your family feels like uh, God forgot about you, not your, uh, not your parents. But no, I love them. They're great. I know that you joke around about you wanting to find, you know, that person, but it also has to be the right person. Do you feel that there is issue or pressure there from yourself saying that maybe you're you need to lower your standards you know people tell you you need to lower your standards you being too good or this and that um I think so now that I'm in my mid-30s I just got there so you know I'm shifting <laughs> over um as I got closer to 30 so I had plans I was gonna go to uh, undergrad go to medical school get out of residency and I was gonna live by around 27 and some change right so then mm -hmm. as 30 hit and it didn't happen, I did pull an angst to go ahead and get married. Um, I think I took on some relationships that weren't good for me. And so at that time I had to make a decision and it was like, is my peace more important or is this ring and last name more important? And now in my mid thirties, I believe it's peace. And so um, I have great relationships all around me. I've seen wonderful, marriages i've seen some people who rushed to get married because of what society said um and they were miserable and so do i want a child one day yes do i want to be married one day absolutely but i'm not willing to do it just to check marker box and then live in hell like it just doesn't for for me that just doesn't seem seem right i think if you go through enough stuff and you fight for your peace and then you find your peace, it's like, how 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 do I give that up for two rings? And if you work hard enough, you can go buy your own rings, child. Put two rings on your finger. Don't do like, well, I need to buy them and marry yourself. But put two rings on your finger and gift yourself until you know the right man comes along. And I think with us being professionals, I think we've learned too that a lot of professional men are waiting as well right? So they can get further along with their career. So um, I don't know. I stay hopeful. I, I try. I don't want to lower my standards. Uh, I, I do have a couple of people who are in the friend zone that have said, hey, we have we have a time. We have a pack. We have a pack over here on the side. They're great guys. Um, they're attractive men. And so they're like, hey, if we're not married by this age, we can come together, produce a couple kids for our parents and We've just blessed the whole world with two greatness. And so that is just in case. Me and Robert had a pack. We just got together before we got to the age. So just go ahead and seal a deal on that thing. Just <laughs> just in case. Y'all get Hopefully he's still single. No, we're not getting married. <laughs> what about, because I've had friends who say this too, like, you know, you have your group chats. And a lot of my friends have pressure about this biological clock. I personally feel like I got all the time in the world, which probably is not healthy either. <laughs> but <laughs> how do y'all believe in this biological clock? Do you hear it ticking? Is it real to you? Yes, my biological clock, yes. My, my, okay. Mine was ticking, 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 ticking. Tick, tick. <laughs> and I don't know why in, in real life, it makes absolutely no sense. Um, but after 25, I was like, okay, I think I need to be starting to think about what's going to be the next phase in my life. What's going to be the next chapter of my life? When do I want to have kids? You know, so mine was ticking for sure. I feel like mine is, yes, still ticking. As I get closer to 35, it's still like, what are we doing? What? Are, yeah, yeah, for sure. And my doctors <laughs> tell me that my, my doctor, so I don't feel it, but my doctors, they're great people. They tell me it's to hurry up. So I know. <laughs> that once I decide to open up my heart and let someone come into my space, I don't have, I, I was told I need to be producing off of a, on a honeymoon. Like I need to come back and, um, 
by that first anniversary. Well, it's I just months. personally just believe you know I mean? God's timing. God's timing is perfect, and so I took the batteries out of whatever clock <laughs> was ticking. Whatever happens, happens. That's that's how it is. That's how I've always felt. That's how I approach marriage. If I get married, great. If I don't, whatever. If I have kids, great. If I don't, whatever. You know, and I don't know. I'm very regimented in my career goals, but in my personal life, I'm just like, I mean, whatever. The Lord, the Lord will handle it, you know. I really do admire that. You say what doing what you want to do, and there's no pressure in it. And, yeah, and but, I but think they say I, if oh I was gonna say and they say if you have pressure on it then some of that's some of the reason people correct, aren't don't conceive because they're putting so much pressure on the time limits versus just enjoying each other. So yeah, but I think that I put time limits on other things like where most people put pressure on like their personal goals in their thirties. I'm very hard on myself on my career goals. Like I'm not where I need to be. I want to push. And so I'm more focused on that aspect. So I'm going to be like the old lady who's married with like no kids and nothing to do, but they had a great career. You know, that'll be me. <laughs> so you got to do what makes you happy, you know, too. Because especially, I mean, in our Latin works, <laughs> we see people who get the ring and have the kids and they still not. So right. that doesn't mean, you know, what society's pressures or the biological clock or whatever, just because you're checking these boxes off, if that's really not what you want or, or the life that you've envisioned for yourself, that doesn't mean that that's going to bring happiness into your world. You need to focus on happiness first and let the rest of the stuff kind of come as it comes. Right. I think for me, I think that I am big on security. So I have to feel that I'm okay in my career and my husband is well in his career before we start adding elements like we just started doing this married thing okay let us let us get that down okay if Janet Jackson if Janet Jackson can have a baby at 50 <laughs> we got time we got plenty of time you can adopt people's kids you can have surrogates you can do a whole bunch of stuff so I mean I just like to think of it. I know some people want to care their own kids, but I'm like, you know, whatever. I mean, maybe, maybe you can, who knows? But switching gears, let's talk a little bit about finding balance in the things that we do have. Because I know for myself, although I don't have very much, I just got a husband and a career. <laughs> Wearing different hats and playing different roles can be very overwhelming and I have not mastered it. Have you guys mastered <laughs> mastered this yet? The different roles, prioritizing things? Never. No, and, I, and I only have the one thing myself and I always tell, I tell my mom all the time, especially I, my last job I traveled for a living. And so I literally just had a suitcase that sat in my living room floor and um, it was very classy. I would open it, switch some stuff out and run out the door. And I thought about how do I add on a husband and kids? And the person I took over for, that was her issue. She would actually fly, do like uh, red eyes back to Houston and he would meet her at the airport so she could say, see her kid. It was just too much for her um, to do something like that. So I am very, when I do get to that point, I'm gonna probably be in the mom groups before I'm a mom and the wife groups beforehand asking <laughs> how do you find balance because I mean, every, you know how people say like, you can't be as busy as me because I'm doing da da da. Everybody gets busy in their own sector of life. And so trying to imagine how do you add these different people who actually love you and want to spend time with you and don't want to get rid of you. How do you add that in there when I feel like I'm already full and I'm already, as soon as we're over, I'm about to go lay on my couch. I'm just going to be honest. And it's just me. So how do you do it with, you know, extra people? You know what scares me, and Shayla, maybe you can speak to this, but all of my friends who are mothers tend to, no shade to the guys, but they tend to do the heavy lifting. Like I remember in law school, one, um, one of my colleagues, she was studying and she was a mom and she was like frantic because she was like, I only have two hours to study before I have to go home. And I was like, why? You know, because we were living at the library because 
we weren't married. We didn't have anybody. It was just us. And she was like, Samantha, what you don't understand is that when mom's not home, everyone notices. Dad can stay here all day long and he can FaceTime in and say, hey, kids, and the kids will be fine. He said, but when mom's not home, oh, who's going to do dinner? Everybody forgets how to heat up food. Everyone forgets how to put on clothes. Nobody knows where the clothes is. Nobody knows how to work the washing machine. She's like, all hell breaks loose. And so for me, that scares me because I'm over here juggling plates uh, like on the circus with on a little spindle top. <laughs> I'm barely keeping everything spinning now. So is that kind of your experience, Shailen? Like when mom's not home, all hell breaks loose. To a certain degree. And I've had to tell, I've had many people tell me that I have to let go of that control. Um, I think that, when people say that it's because we know how our households are supposed to function. <laughs> I know where I want my kids and what I want them to eat and when they need to eat. And I have my own schedule and, you know, I have stuff the way that I want it. So when I'm not here and I'm blessed to have people help me, I have to let go of that control and understand that if the kids are fed and the house is not burned down, you know, <laughs> then <laughs> it, was a good it was a successful day, you know, so that is uh, something I still struggle with 100% is the control issue of it because I like stuff how I like it and I think that I do it best, you know, so getting people to help you or if you're blessed to have people to help you, you kind of have to let go of that control and just focus on, you know, the basics Have the kids ate, they're not crying, you know you could clean up as you can you know and just kind of let that control piece of it go and then as far as the balance stuff goes at least for me it's been a struggle just in different phases of um life really going from just being you know my husband and I living together whatever you want to say to husband and wife and his expectations society's expectations family expectations how you deal with that and then going from one child to two children and you know them being newborns waking up all hours of the night and then the toddler stage that's kind of still where we're in right now so each piece of it has kind of been a different learning experience that I'm trying to embrace and you kind of have to just adapt to to each period but no I don't yeah. have that and I feel like I fa I'm failing all the time <laughs> I think I I always try to be mindful, and this goes back to what we were talking about before, is figuring out what works for you, what works for your family. Because people will have you doing all types of stuff, and that sounds good, but it don't work for you. And it don't work for your family, you know? And figuring out what all works. Um, I know for me, I have to have self-care. I'm an only child. I need my self-care, you know. Um, anybody else need self-care out here? I need Shelly, it, and I'm learning that. I know, I, do I know it, my friends who have person. kids, they say. It's hard to get number one. It's, it's impossible. I feel kids. like as a mom, yeah. <laughs> and I'll be completely honest. There's been, I've, I've completely let myself go in, in, giving to my family um but it's draining it drains you mentally physically emotionally all of it so being able to get time to focus on myself and just do little things for myself it it makes me a better mom it makes me a better wife a better employee <laughs> it's necessary so I wish I hope everybody could find this find the time to do it even if it's just hours so just do something that makes you happy <laughs> Taria? Um, okay, so I just learned about self-care like two years ago. I am the type that, even though it's just me, I went to everybody's events. I never missed a birthday. I never missed 
children's birthday party, like whatever you had, I showed my face. And then I didn't know how to go home. So I would come off like, I could be off a plane and I'm gonna stay until you shut down the whole place and I'm worn out. So COVID actually was my blessing. Um, I learned how to say no and I learned how to take a rest. And I didn't know about those naps until COVID happened. Um, so now I know about naps and things. And so I learned really what it meant to be, to have self-control and, and or self-care. Um, and so COVID was great for me to learn all that. And I think it can happen at any stage of your life. And whether it's massages, whether it's taking walks, whether it's going to the gym or finding your closet and just meditating in your closet, I don't know. Um, but just having that time where my friend said it today, letting no be a complete sentence. And I'm not good at that yet, but that's what I want. That's actually another goal I'm about to put on my little list for 2021, allowing no to be a complete sentence this year and, and not being um, upset with saying no to someone. And I think yeah, and you know what, Taria, uh, when I was in law, when I was in law school, um, I remember going to this meeting and it always stuck in my head after, when I started practicing is that this one black female, she came and I don't remember what the topic was, but she was talking about work life balance and how she was saying working at her firm because she was single, because she didn't have any kids, people would just assume that she could always work late, she could always cover the hearing, she could always be available. And one thing that she up was just because I don't, I'm not married or I don't have kids doesn't mean I don't have a life. It doesn't mean that I'm not busy and I have stuff that I like to do and want to do. You know, I may not be obligated to do certain things. And so, um, because I haven't been married that long, I had to remind myself of that, that just because I am the, you know, I don't have kids, especially in our office, Shaylin works for me. I'm the only person who doesn't have children. So it's always like, oh, well, Sam, you could, you know, well, can you do this or can you do that? And sometimes I don't mind, but don't just put stuff on me just because I don't have kids. I like to go home. I like to travel. I like to spend time with my husband and do things too. Um, so do you feel like there's judgment in that? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Do you ever feel like there's judgment in that? Yeah. Yeah. From the office or just from people in general? I, I definitely do. I, I think that people, um, I think that people get the assumption that I'm not a grown up yet because I don't have kids or I can't relate to life because I don't have children or my life is any less busy or hectic because I don't have children. You know, there are many times that y'all talk about stuff and be like, oh, well, you don't know because you ain't got kids. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay, I mean, it depends what we're talking about. <laughs> like, I don't have kids, but I was a kid, you know? <laughs> um, so I definitely do think that there's judgment, especially from women that are in the profession, um, just in general. Um, I find it fascinating to me, and this is no shade to the mothers out there, but you will be setting a hearing and they'll be like, oh no, that's spring break. Oh no, that's, um, I have to pick up my, my daughter from school that day. Oh no, I can't do that. And it's like, if I were to be like, oh no, I have a pet here for me. Oh no, I have to. And it's like, you, like the world is your oyster because you have kids. People leave meetings. People be on Zoom hearings with their kids in the background. I understand it's a lot, but it just seems like you have this free pass that <laughs> you can use anytime. Oh, because I have kids. But I'll come. I have kids. So Taria, when you have kids, you you will definitely learn now. <laughs> I can't listen. I cannot wait because I'm not showing up to nothing. Um, because I I get the 
somehow my life is not fulfilled yet. And because I'm single, oh, it can't, yeah. I can't have fulfillment. And I've had to have that conversation with a few people. And typically it's married women who, who are just shocked that I can even be happy. Like, are you happy? Are you, are you really happy? You know, they'll ask my mom, like, how are you doing? You don't have grandkids. Like, are, are they okay? And it's like, yes. I'm, are you happy? Are, are you happy? You're doing all right. You know, you can come over to the happy because girls. Let me tell y'all something, parents. Let me tell y'all something, parents. Y'all aren't selling it. Okay? <laughs> okay? Y'all want people to join this club? Y'all look stressed. And it can be very stressed. Y'all look happy. Y'all also talk about not being able to use a restroom in peace. Not um, being that, able to take a shower by yourself. Boo. Alone time. What is that? <laughs> food. Food. My own food? So I don't know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. But that's the other piece of it, right? And I think Shaylin kind of touched on it. People are not honest, right? They will glamorize marriage and they will show, we went on vacation today. And really they just walked right. down the street, right? They are <laughs> down their street, but they're on vacation. Or um, how hard motherhood is, but they don't talk about, why they keep having kids like it's so hard but you continue to get pregnant you continue <laughs> to have kids it's a struggle you have seven it can't be that bad because you continue to do it right and so <laughs> it's one of those things where i feel right. like it's not the full picture and single people do it too right so i know there's some people single people and married people out there that are mad right now that i said i am happy i have a silence i will tell you i'll be honest here today there are times though that i'm like man I wish I had somebody to go with me to the museum. So there are times like 5% where I do get lonely, the 95% I'm good, um, real good. But there is a time where it does, there is some loneliness in there, right? And so I know it's me and my friends, we glamorize going jet setting across the world, right? With no guilty pleasures at all and buying whatever I want. But there is some times where I wish I did have a partner to walk through life with. And I know that's happening. And so I just wish, every phase of life people will be honest and get the full picture because I think showing the full picture it's even more beautiful than just saying I hate my kids and they're, I don't have a long time but you have love you have these people that you're helping the world be a better place you know so mm. and I will, be, I will be honest for me what scares me is is my friends who their entire life are their children. You know, like you ask them what time it is and they show you and you like what you eat today. Look, this is what my daughter ate today. This is my weekend. It's like their entire life and being is their kids. They can only talk about their children. They can only life they can only see life with their kids as you know as their kids um that scares me because i like who i am i'm not saying it from a selfish place but i think their entire and that's i can talk about it now that concerns me me that scares me I think it's a balance for sure you have to know or be able to separate I guess your different roles that's helped me I am a wife I'm a mom but I'm first of all I'm Shaylin <laughs> and I need to make sure that Shaylin is happy Shaylin is fulfilled first before I can keep giving and giving and giving to all these other roles because at a certain point there's nothing left to give so I've always tried, I'm, there's there's many a moments, believe me, because I love my kids, you know, where I am that mom that's doting over them. And I probably talk about them too much and show pictures and, and all of that stuff. Um, you don't. I work with you. You don't. 
thank you. <laughs> There's definitely times where, you know, I'm excited for the babysitter to come. You know, I'm looking ready for a girls' night, alone time, date night, you know, that's important. But I think that is a little bit more person specific too, because I know a lot of people that, you know, they don't want to leave their kids. They have guilt and separation anxiety, you know, leaving the kids, you know, for an hour to go get their nails or hair done or something like that. So it's it's a phase, but there are a lot of moms, I think, that could, and dads too, I guess, that could <laughs> use some uh, separation time just to figure themselves out, you know? Yeah, I, I do think that within our peer group, Shaylin, I will say our group does a great job of, you know, celebrate each other's kids and, oh, what is such and such doing? Or, you know, um, but there, I do have other peer groups where it's like, get me out of here. Like every day it's a new <laughs> photo, a new whatever. It's like, I want to know about you. Are you okay? Because Correct. I, you know, this is what your baby ate on Monday. This is what he ate on Tuesday. This is what he going to eat on Wednesday. He said hi today. He said today is Tuesday. Okay, we got it. How are you doing, sis? You all right? Like, but I definitely understand. I guess doing family law, I can also relate to a lot of the parents, and I see a lot of different parenting styles. So it's not a one-size-fits-all, and I do understand that just because some people are like that doesn't mean I will be like that. But it does scare me. Um, let Don't me talk about. Huh? Don't be scared. You really do. It does scare you me. You really do have to do what is best for you. And sometimes it takes time to figure out. And like I said, it adjusts from, you know, the different phases and stuff that you go through. But people, in-laws, family, friends, everybody will tell you books, these mom groups and everything else, you know, they're going to tell you how to do this and that and this and that. But one thing that has saved my sanity is I'm going to focus on what's best for my household. So if my husband is cool with it, my kids are cool with it, I'm cool with it, that's what we roll with. I really don't care what anybody else got to say. My Our schedules are insane, probably, <laughs> to some people. They're nice when my kids are up till midnight. And they sleep till 10 o'clock. But guess what? That works for me because when I wake up at six, I can get work done, lots of work done before they're even up, you know? And at the end of the night, my husband works late. So he gets to see them when he comes in and he can help them with that. So there are plenty of people who have, you know, opinions about everything, but you got to focus on what works for you and your household and ignore the rest of it. <laughs> True that. So what do you think as a professional female, what do you think is your biggest challenge that you face? How to figure out how to do, yeah, time balance, I guess. Figuring out how to make more time in the day or be more productive <laughs> in my day is hard. And I have a lot of pressures on myself too about figuring out, um, where I want to be and what that looks like, you know, and what the next five years are looking like and, you know, how that balances, yeah, with family life. And, and I do, I compare myself to people all the time, you know, that are just in different phases and different positions in life. And I'm like, man, you know, I wish I could have that job or do these things. So that's a struggle for me, just figuring it out and knowing that I'm on the right path and whatever it's meant to be will be. I'm trying to stay in that phase, but you know, like you guys- Well, you make it look easy, Shailen. You really do. You make it look I, easy. I appreciate it. There's a lot of pressure too on the, I guess on moms, on parents, whatever, because I feel like I, I want to do more if I'm honest with you. I do feel like I want to do more, um, you know, work-wise or even socially that I can't do. And so that is hard at times too. And especially when I've been in other firms, especially dealing with uh, more male-centered yeah. <laughs> uh, bosses and stuff, they really don't understand that when I say I need to leave at 5.30, I mean, I literally need to leave because the daycare is closing the door, you know? And I'm, I apologize for that. I'll do what I can <laughs> when I get there. But I have to go. And now I can't do this happy hour on these days. You know, I, I, there are certain things that I just can't do. I wish that I could do them. Uh, 
you know, but I can't. So that's been a struggle too, um, with people not feeling like I'm, I guess I'm as dedicated or as, as focused as I am. And that's not the case. It's just that I have parameters. So I only have these hours where I can get certain stuff done. If it doesn't get done, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to be more productive, so. Taria, what do you think your biggest challenge is? Hmm. So, so I've set these goals that I want to hit and these milestones and I need to do this by this many years of practice. And uh, there's a big one that is, I, I, I can see it in the future. Um, and I think my fears come in if I don't hit those goals and I'm single and I don't hit those goals, like what was I doing with my life, right? Because society tells everybody, the society, the Bible, um, I'm trying to read the Bible in a year. And so there's parts in there that talks about, you know, when you're single, how you have this time to really focus on God and spend time with God and do, you know, use this time wisely and if I'm not hitting these goals, I'm like, am I using my time wisely? And so I think I put a lot of pressure on myself um, that no one else is even telling me to hit these goals. And I'm just like, I need to hit them now because I am going to eventually be a wife and a mother later on in life. And so to me, get it in now so that when I do have, you know, my child or children later, they're not they get the benefit that I've already done all these things. And so I do have the time. I'm not trying to run up the rat, the, what's it, the run up the rat race, run up the ladder um, while I'm carrying them along. I can say yeah. I'm already there, you know what I mean? And now I can spend time with them. So um, setting these goals and, and not meeting them in my time table. Yeah, I think my biggest goal is actually because I see so much in 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 trying to be independent and, and be a wife, <laughs> trying to merge those two, I think has been a big challenge for me. Because on one hand, you want to be this dedicated wife and you want to be, you know, committed and supportive and this and that. But then there's always this back of my mind, like, what if, what if? You gotta be prepared. And so just trying to be like, well, I don't wanna lose myself in this and completely just become like, like I don't wanna be a stay at home mom and wife and then 10 years from now, completely forget all of my career goals. But then I also don't wanna be this career driven, lonely person who husband leaves me <laughs> and, I don't have any kids or anything because I was just so focused on career and then I end up regretting it. Or maybe I won't regret it, who knows? But I think that that's like my biggest challenge is like balancing those. Like I tell people I am uh, attorney by day and football wife by night. And I think the football wife in me is humbled a lot because um, if you look up Robert's bio on his job, you know, like if you look at my website or Google me, you know, all these different things come up, but I'm just like a one-liner in like Robert Stapp's like married to Samantha. <laughs> it doesn't say like what I do, like who I am, married to Samantha. It is, it was just such a, um, it signifies like where I am in that world, you know? And sometimes I'm okay with it. And sometimes I'm like finding the balance between the two. So do you guys have mentors who help you navigate through some of these challenges? Maybe they faced them in the past. I have mentors. I've been blessed, um, especially at our office. I look at all of you guys as mentors in some capacity. Um, but the struggle I have is sometimes people want you to take as their path. I think that's part of the issue with mentorship just in general. Um, I want the advice and I want the information and I want the guidance, of course, but I don't exactly have to do what you do did. I don't have to follow your path. I don't have to be exactly who you are. I want you to, you know, develop me and help me become the best me, not the best many you. So um, I think that can 
be difficult at times for people to kind of wrap their head around expanding, um, I guess, their vision of what their mentee should be. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Tariq? So um, my legal mentor is a man. So there's some things he cannot teach me, but he's great. I love him. Um, I want (laughs) to be a mentor. So once I'm married and stuff, I would love to mentor single women that are in their 30s because there's not like that's the one thing that I feel like I'm lacking I don't have a mentor in the single realm because everybody that I know was already married and even though quote-unquote older maids they got married their late 20s early 30s and so to find someone on this end of it um that did it successfully it was not in a corner rocking themselves back to sleep because they just don't, you know, they're just miserable. I haven't found it. And so my friends that are in this age group, I've already tried to start talking to them that once we do cross over, that we have to give back because you can navigate this single thing um, successfully in in, in, in ha- fulfillment, but there's just not enough mentors out there for that. So I think that's where I'm going uh, in my next step is going to, once, once, once I can finish my book, then I can come back and okay. mm-hmm. Yeah, I need the love part though for my book to finish. <laughs> what about it's you, Sam? Already, a blessing is. What's been a blessing for me, I think, is like Shaylin is actually a mentor for me in marriage because even though I practice law longer than Shaylin, she's been married longer, so. There are times where I may call Shaylin and be like, girl, he's acting crazy. <laughs> She'd be like, it's just a man thing. It's a man <laughs> thing, girl. It's, it's a- yeah. She'd be like, so hold on. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we also have a peer group, which I think it's a good mix. Some people are married, some people are single, some people are divorced. Um, so I think it's a good mix. Um, one thing that I did find more helpful is having people who have the same demand in your profession um, and have the same approach in your marriage. You know, like I have some friends who their husband, they do whatever their husband says, you know, like that's, that's on them. Like whatever he says, I'm with it. You know, I don't spend less than this many hours you know, oh, such and such getting mad. I got to leave the party. That's not me. So that would be a good marriage mentor. Um, But I did find women who kind of have the same attitude. Unfortunately, and Shailen do have the same attitude. (laughs) Pray for my husbands, please, Shailen. But women who kind of think like me have the same demand and approach to their marriage. Um, has helped me because I think Shailene has helped me avoid a lot of arguments (laughs) or uh, pitfalls, uh, at least within the first year, um, that you could just have someone to like vent to and lean on. Um, And then obviously having professional mentors really helps you. But like you said, Shailene, sometimes finding that peace together, you know, Mm -hmm. like someone who's done really, really well, but they're, they're single. You know, so not to say that that's a knock against them, but their demand is different. Um, I'm not saying it's less, it's just different. Um, so I think that mentorship is important. Having a community is very important, especially being a Black female um, in this community. Now, question, guys. If it's one thing, because I think we're all 30s, mid-30s around that. If it's one thing you could tell your younger self, what would you tell yourself? If I'm honest, it would be slow down. Yeah. Really, to, to be 100% honest, it would be to slow down. I did, I mean, I, I said that. I felt the pressure, you know, <laughs> I guess pretty, pretty early on as far as what I wanted to do and, you know, it it doesn't have to be 
that way, you know, and the pressure, I mean, from um, education-wise, when to go to law school, you know, uh, how much money I should be making, the, the type of career I should take, when to get married, when to have kids, you know, all of that. It would really be just slow down and enjoy the moment. I look back now and I'm like, man, I was so focused on the next step in the next phase. I didn't really appreciate, you know, where I was. In your 20s, I mean, that's such an enjoyable time. And I, I did have fun, but I, there's, I never want to live from a place of, you know, regret. So 100%, it would be slow down and just enjoy the moment. So that's what I'm focused on now. That's what I try to tell myself every year. Enjoy where you are. There's always time to, you know, be more goal oriented in different aspects, but you can't do it all at once. So I put a lot of pressure on myself to, to you know, be the best wife, be the best mom. And I got to cook all the time and have this stuff clean and do all that. But it's like, for what, you know, just focus on what you can figure out, you know, the one, two, three, whatever goals that you're focused on at the moment and slow down and enjoy life. Just <laughs> let the pressure go. Am I next? I'll go next. I would have told my younger self to relax and um, enjoy life. I have always been, I am type A. If you look up type A, it is my picture. If you look up strict, don't really go anywhere. It's, <laughs> it's me. I don't, I don't think I'm described as fun. I think I'm described as structured, right? So, and I've been structured since the beginning of time. So I would have told myself, loosen up. You don't need the timeline. I have one of my older cousins. She told me, don't put yourself on timelines. I was like, oh girl, you don't know. And I put myself in timelines and I didn't need to. I could have just um, kind of do what I do now. Take, it's one step forward, right? And each day is a new day. If you didn't get right, today than you have tomorrow and so and just enjoy it and and like Shaylin said just it's okay slow down enjoy it every this is our life I mean you only get one life to live and I think sometimes when we're kids we're trying to get to adulthood right we're adults we're trying to get to retirement why don't you just enjoy <laughs> the in-between time so that when you get to retirement you can like okay I really who I work let me take a break but you trying to run and retire at 30. If you get to retire at 30, that's amazing. Okay, do it. Um, but most of us won't get there at 30. So just taking it one step at a time and relax and have fun. It's okay to have fun. You can succeed and still have fun. That's what I, was <laughs> I don't know what y'all was doing because in my 20s, I had a good time. Okay, Chad. <laughs> I, I had fun, but it was always like, okay, but, but what's next? You know, it was always it was that calculated fun. I had calculated yes. fun. Yes, I, I maybe not had you know calculated fun. I've been, I've been. Thank you, God. You have delivered me from some situations. <laughs> Amen. Yes, situations. Thank you. Uh, but it was for sure always like you said the next, the next, pr the pressure of trying to get to the next step. Oh, you know, I'm 18. I can't wait to be 29. 21 can't wait to be 25. Ooh, you know, 30 by 30, I need to have doing these things and this and that, this and that, this and that. And even now I'm like, okay, by 35, I need to be, you know, and it's like, let it go. Like who, age is such a, <laughs> an ideal that really and truly means nothing. <laughs> Just focus right. on, you know, what you want to do. Focus on the, that's my daughter. Sorry, guys. Oh, uh, it's okay. Yes. No, but you know what? It slows down at 35. I'll tell you right now. I'm going to tell you the little tip and trick that they're not going to tell you. Now everybody's talking about, oh, 40s and need 30. Let me just tell you something. Between 35 and 40, nobody's trying to get to 40. Nobody. <laughs> they slow down. And then they pick back up again around 40, right? And they slow back down around 45, right? And then nobody after that, 50. yeah, yeah, they're not trying to. But when they get to 50, like, I made it a 50. Where were you last year when you were like, no, don't take me to 50, but it slows down. So enjoy till you get to 35 and then you're like, well, I'm 35 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would tell my younger self in this, mine is a little bit different, but, but kind of on par with you guys is two things. Stop comparing yourself to other people, you know, because I say you compare 
your step one to somebody's someone else's step 25. I think, mm-hmm. especially in the legal profession, you see a lot of people's finished product and you compare you just starting out. And then two, be authentic self. I, I think that in the person, they really people to be this contrived, you got to talk this way. You got to wear pearl earrings. You can't wear hoop earrings. You got to wear blue suits. You can't wear red suits. You got to, you know, it, you can't wear natural hairstyles because that'll turn the jury off. You know, it's just all these different things. Now, I'm not saying you need to be unprofessional showing up in a t-shirt and some sandals, but I think that now I'm more comfortable and seasoned in my career where I'm okay with who I am. And whether I sit on a board, whether I'm at home talking to my friends, now I may use different colloquialisms, um, (laughs) but I'm still the same person. I'm the same person that you're not gonna see me being someone I'm not. I'm not going to fake being who I am. Um, And I think that before I was able to really love who I am, as a professional and people people will respect you for who you are if if you are smart and you do great work let your work speak for yourself and just be yourself you don't have to be who these people say you have to be and play all these different mind games you know there are a lot of networking tricks and you want to say this and you want to do this and I remember always being nervous of saying the wrong thing, doing the wrong thing. How did this come off? I would obsess over what color to wear to court, what shirt to wear, should it be buttons, should it should it be a blazer or should it be a suit? You know, it's like, who cares? Um, just be yourself and do great work and, and put in the time and you will be fine. Um, and I wish that I would have, I would have saved myself so many nights of worrying about stuff that didn't matter, you know? Like things that people do not even care about at all. Um, and that's the thing now. I feel like that being said about you, regardless. So, as long as you do good work, that's something that people can't take away from you. <laughs> Period. You know, that's your name. That's what people respect. Right. So whether or not I came in in a pink dress, it doesn't matter. What were my arguments on point? Did I, you know, represent my client well? That's what I want people to say about me. You could talk about whatever you want to there's gonna be something about me that is displeasing to you know whoever and I I can't stress about that part as much so I I feel you on that and then also defining what is good work because as I become more of a seasoned attorney you're not gonna please every client you you have to give the client the stars they don't want the solar system some of them, not not all clients, but um, don't equate your worth and your value to what others think about you, not even your own clientele. Ask yourself, did you do the work? And be honest with yourself. You didn't put in the time, you didn't do the work, then you didn't really do all that you could have done. But if, if you've done the work, you put in the time and you advocated for your client and gave them the best outcome you feel was possible, um, based upon the facts and the circumstances, then go home and go to bed. And whatever everybody else got to say, um, it's easy, especially with YouTube. I don't know if y'all know, but people are watching that YouTube live stream and texting people, telling them what they should say in court and all that. And it's like, it's easy for you to say it when it's not your case and you sitting at home in pajamas or you know, you're, you're listening as you prepare for your case. But it's a whole different ballgame when the spotlight is on you. So, um, you know, law can be very complex. Um, That's why a lot of people suffer from substance abuse (laughs) and suicide. So I just think that just being okay where you are and just being yourself. So we're about to wrap up. And Shayla, one thing that we do on this show, we call it Rest My Cat. And it's one thing you are tired of seeing or you 
hearing about or you just want to lay to rest you want to put it to rest you rest your case on this it doesn't have to be law related it could be anything as um brandy would say she hated the word what 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 did brandy hate taria it was uh flewed out or something she just could not stand anymore um I wish she was here so she could tell y'all, but it could be anything. So what is one thing that has just gotten on your nerves that you've seen that you would like to lay to rest? Only because it's on my brain. It's a uh, only because it's on my brain. Some people did this recently. Uh, admitting to committing illegal activity on social media. I just, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I don't like this. It, it's on, it's public information that can be used against you. And people do it so free. I just, I don't get it. I wish people would stop. Oh, uh, you mean like, hey, I'm smoking weed right now or. Yeah, I'm manufacturing. I am manufacturing illegal drugs in my kitchen right now on Facebook Live. That. That stupidity, or you know, yeah, in our you know that the police track <laughs> are looking at that, uh, or you know, refusing to pay child support and living a lot that can be used as evidence against you, too. You know, it just FYI, that's a good one. What about you, Teresa? Uh, I'll tie mine into uh, uh this topic. I see this all the time. Stop judging people like this year. I said it in 2020, but it's the year of our Lord, 2021. Stop judging. Whether she is single because she chose it, she chose that. Whether she is childless because she cannot. Whether she is married, let her live her life. And if you have something to say, let it be encouragement and not a judgment. If you're not going to help the sister out or the lady out or Susie out, hush. Sweep around your own front door before you come sweeping around mine. That's old school. That'll take Ooh. you. That'll get you somewhere. Okay. That was that was a Black History Month. Uh, <laughs> it was. Quote. Okay. That's from my old, that's from the, the ancestors that are what in me. Okay. Sweep around. I don't need, I'm not Paul White. I don't have to call nobody. They're inside me. Sweep around your own front door before you come and sweep around mine. Okay. You better say that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I want to, um, I want to lay to rest one thing because it's Black History Month. Okay. Black businesses, black businesses, black businesses, black businesses. You about to be inappropriate. Right? We don't have to patronize your business just because you're a black business, okay? Customer service matters. Quality matters, okay? And so... Communication. Communication I matters, okay? I won't go into detail but over the weekend I was patronizing a black business with my best friend and she ordered a product and literally it wasn't correct first it was supposed to be mailed to her it wasn't correct then she went to the place she flew to the place because we happen to be in town product still wrong she was asked to come back the next day came back the next day waited for two more hours just to get the product correct now, I love our people. And me and Shaylin work for a Black business. We do pretty well, you know? But don't just bank on the fact that you're a Black business, that Black people should patron, be patrons of your business if you're not ready to run yourself like a business, okay? Now, if you want to run like a hobby, then you call yourself a Black hobby. Okay, don't call yourself a black business and then take people's money and then not run like a business. And that is where my case. Thank you guys for tuning in and for joining us. Thank you, Shaylin, for being a guest on the show. 
Taria, did I get myself in trouble? I may have. I think you um, did. That was Samantha <laughs> who said all that. Where can they follow you to send you their grievances, Sam? Oh, you can follow us on uh, NFQ Pod on Twitter or No Further Questions on Instagram. Taria, where can they follow you? Objection non-responsive. Sam, where can they follow you? to air out their grievances. Don't, I was in depot today. I'm ready for the objection. Objection, you can, response. You can follow me. You can follow me at, at samfrass22. Please, if you're a black business and you like for me to be a customer, come correct, okay? Cause I love, I love supporting as long as you're correct. Taria, where can I follow you? On Instagram, Simply Being Tea. And on YouTube, go like us, share, and subscribe. Like, y'all can yes. watch us. If you don't know, you don't have to just listen. You can watch us. Don't you want to see what we look like? See what Sam's look like? So if you're ever in Houston and she talk about business, you can go find her. Um, just look and see what she looks like. Don't find me. Find your mama. Oh. Shaylin, where can I follow you? Uh, <laughs> can they follow you? Can they or follow maybe you? not. Or maybe not. <laughs> Probably not. Um, attorney <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> I believe it's unblocked at this point. <laughs> it may be blocked, blocked again tomorrow. Be unblocked. Okay. Correct. But, catch, but catch guess what? Good. As Tabitha says, that's your business. Okay? There we go. Shout out to Tabitha Brown. I love her and her business. Me too. A, a good Black business. Yes. Happy Black History Month to everybody. Um. <laughs> Happy Black History Month to everyone for joining us. All right. See you guys later.